Hey, hey, friends, I'm Thea Charles, and you are listening to the Push or Pivot podcast. In this series, we discuss the path someone chooses when they are at a crossroads of their life. Do they push through the adversity, or do they stop, reassess, and pivot? Our guest is Angel Dare. After gaining corporate success as a CEO, Angel reached a turning point in his life, and he shares his story with us. Guys, I'm really excited today because we have Angel today, and Angel has a really great story. I've been reading up on him and looking on your Instagram and everything, and I'm very excited for this for this call. So welcome, Angel, to the Pusher Pivot podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here with you this morning. This is going to be really great. But before we dive in, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, so I'm a medicine man. I'm French originally. I've been in the U.S. for 15 years. I uh, live upstate New York, a couple of hours from the city uh, in the Catskills, which is a beautiful mountain, lake, forest area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I live on a land where I have a healing center where we do shamanic work. Uh, we are affiliated with um, the Oklevoya Native American Church. Mm-hmm. And you know, we offer work that reconnect with nature and reconnect with ourselves. So people that want to find their purpose, that want to find inspiration, that are looking for, for healing and also for community. You know, obviously it's not something new. We believe in community, but I think at the moment, you know, everybody's been looking for a community that are oriented into purpose, into, you know, connecting with each other, into you know finding unity finding clarity um and finding solutions uh for the world that's in crisis that we are living in at the moment um so we bring that through the container of shamanic practices and nature-based practices that's awesome that's really really cool um and so needed always Mm -hmm. and i can imagine before you started all this, you were CEO of a company and that must have been a big crossroads to go from that to where you are now. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, for sure. There's been a big change. So um, I started my career. I used to be a vet, a veterinarian, doctor for mm-hmm. animals. Uh, and then I went to work in the corporate sectors uh, where I worked for almost 20 years. Okay. Uh, different roles working for big companies and you know being CEO of large corporations and uh, kind of climbed the ladder lived in France and then in UK and then in the US okay. um, but over those years despite you know obviously a part of me really enjoyed it uh, it was nice and I learned a lot uh, I grew my own business uh, and developed the business of other people but I was missing something which was a deeper sense of purpose i guess you know i had a hard time finding meaning in that work uh despite the success and despite all the praise and you know all the things that were happening in my life at that moment i could just see that something was not aligned right between really my deepest calling which i had no idea what it was at the time (laughs) and what i was doing but i just could feel you know that this success that was happening in my life was not happening within me, if that makes sense. Mm 
Yeah, that makes sense. Not, you know, resonate that deeply with something like, oh, I'm really proud of it. Uh, I'm really, you know, feeling that this is my life path. So, yeah, I went on a big journey of finding myself. <laughs> wow. Was there a certain event or something that, that prompted you? Yes, I guess there was a few events. I mean, the suffering was increasingly uh, important inside of me. Mm -hmm. uh, there was many things in my life that were dysfunctional. Uh, you know, the use of alcohol and drugs and, you know, many things I was doing to escape that yeah. pain I was feeling. Mm -hmm. And we all have our own smart ways to uh, not wanting to feel really what's calling. Uh, but then at some point, it was really at the height of that corporate success. Uh, I was... Uh, on stage one day in Times Square mm -hmm. with a big audience, you know, a thousand people, all CEOs. And I was um, part of an award called the Entrepreneur of the Year Awards. And I was one of the nominees. And I got on stage that day and I had to make a little speech. And I literally... Uh, was able to do my speech, but as I was making my speech on stage, uh, my world inside was collapsing. Wow. And I ran out of the stage at some point and collapsed outside of the stage. Wow. And uh, I was just, the, the experience at the time was that I was living a lie, mm -hmm. that my life was a lie, that everything as I was staying on stage was a lie. You know, basically, I felt like I was encouraging people to be me. I yeah. was trying to inspire them to be me. But the me that was there, I was not very proud of him. Yeah. I didn't think that it's really who you want to be or who you should be. Not, nothing, you know, wrong with corporate success. Nothing wrong with making money and all of that. But I think there was something deeper that was not visible. And uh, I felt it was all, this was all a lie. That was, uh, I was wearing a big mask and I could not pretend anymore. And so that was the trigger that brought me on a journey within six months to basically quit everything, yeah. left everything behind, uh, didn't live with money or anything. You know, I really left everything behind and left the country and went on a big journey. Uh, in India and other country doing volunteering work, doing walks of service. So something very different from what I was doing before. Wow. Wow. What you went on, like not just a spiritual journey, but an actual journey. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, like the hero's journey, you know, if people are familiar with that tell, you know, the heroes go through many faces and yeah. that, that, that was my phase of really going deep down inside, deep down into my, shadows my darkness the part of me that i didn't want to face that i was very afraid of all my little monsters that i carried inside you know from my addictions to my anger to my uh, feeling of power and ego over others mainly driven by fear yeah. you know fear of not being accepted uh, by society by my parents by my community fear of being seen as someone that doesn't have all the answers 
because that my career was showing that I have all the answer. I know what to do. And in fact, this is, I think, uh, if you allow me the term, bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, I think most of the time we really find ourselves when we realize we don't have the answer and we're okay with that. Mm-hmm. And so I went on that journey with not knowing where it was going, but going somewhere else. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't know what I was going to do. You know, that was 10 years ago and I didn't know I would be doing what I'm doing today. Right. Uh, but life as it was became unacceptable. I just didn't want that life anymore. That I was sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know the life that was yeah. possible. I didn't know what I wanted. But I think we need some time to be able to change, to come to that point of deep pain. Mm. I'm not sure why it's like that. You know, yeah. I'm not sure why the creator and God, you know, has designed the universe that way. But I think it's deeply ingrained so we can humble ourselves and we can connect with not only my suffering, but everybody else suffering, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. Being able to connect with everybody else. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Gosh. Which is hard, you know, when you are privileged. Right. You know, I was still very privileged. You know, I'm a white man. <laughs> um, I was making money. I had a big job. I made good studies. Uh, you know, I had many things that prevented me from feeling the pain of others, from related to others. You know, it was always there in my background because I had the blessing to have beautiful parents that opened me to the world and to others. So I've never separated myself to a strict sense of term compared to other people's suffering. Mm-hmm. But it's one thing to have some level of compassion. It's another thing, I think, to to go there and experience it and deeply, deeply care yeah. uh, for, for the world, you mm-hmm. know, for what we call the others. I don't believe there is any others, you know, but yeah. caring for the world at large. And that, that was a big journey to, to really tap into that. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful how you just tapped into following your faith over fear. And mm-hmm. it's really hard for a lot of people. I know it was hard for me to to do that. Even when I left my own job, I had my own corporate job and I felt like it just wasn't connecting. And it's hard to 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 separate yourself a little bit from what the world says is success mm-hmm. and what you feel on the inside. Yeah, and there is a reality of... Um, economic pressure yeah uh, you know obviously paying a rent and having food on the table and taking care of your kids and your family um, you know some many times people don't have a choice to make a big change and I'm very aware of that mm-hmm. uh, but I think uh, also sometimes we can learn some tools or we, there's things we can do to step by step you yeah. know stepping into a different type of life. Um, not advising anyone to just quit everything and just see what happened. Uh, because sometimes, you know, it might take some resources, but if it's a calling, let's do it. Uh, but there is a way sometimes to do that step by step with, with a strong willingness uh, to, to be in a different place at some point in our lives, you know, yeah. but we need to start somewhere, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's also great advice. Start somewhere. And uh, yeah. I, you know, sometimes we listen to these and like, oh, someone just made a step like immediately, but there's little things that happen along the way to get you to the point that you are. Yeah, there is, you know, there is books and big stories out there and the CEO that became a monk and uh, 
all, all those things. And, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I'm realizing that maybe that was my case, you know, that obviously I had the opportunity to take a year off and to mm-hmm. not work for a year. Uh, that's for sure. I think it's more tricky when it comes to most people don't have resources where they can not even take a, a month off right. or a week off. Or day off, you know, many of stay-at-home moms that have a job at night and they have to take care of the kids, or you have jobs that are paid so little that obviously, you know, it's very hard to to look beyond, you know, just the next week. Yeah. So I'm interested, obviously, in change, internal change that can happen sometime and most of the time without financial resources, because there's yeah. a lot of things you can do that don't require money. And that, that can require, you know, interchange. But even that sometimes when you are disempowered, you don't always believe that you have that power. You don't always, you know, know where to go and find the resources or the tools or the people, mm-hmm. the community that can help you there. And I'm very conscious and even more, you know, with all what's going on at the moment. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm very more and more conscious about to make sure that uh, that work is not catered to a certain type of people, privileged class of people, mm-hmm. uh, because really the people that need most that type of work are often people that are disempowered, yeah. that don't have resources, that are victim of a very violent society. Mm-hmm. You know, the economical system is violent. Yes. The social system is violent. So there is something that definitely brings fears to our bodies, to our system. And even more if you're black or if you're a woman or if you're gay or, you know, if you come from underprivileged uh, parts of societies. Mm-hmm. But for all of us, it's traumatic, mm-hmm. you know, to live in a world that basically is highly competitive. Yes. And, and you feel like you have to fight your way into life. Like you're basically in survival. You're not really living. You're surviving. And, and that's not how nature works. Right. You know, nature is quite abundant in a certain way. And yes, there is rules in nature too. And there is, you know, powerful and, yeah. and less powerful in nature. But everybody has a place. Right. Everybody has a role, you know. And I think there's a lot we need to do to get there as human beings, you know, mm-hmm. all together, acknowledging our differences and embracing our differences and also deeply caring, yeah. deeply embracing those differences. Yeah. Oh, well. It's so good. If you could give us a piece of advice, at least you've given us a lot. <laughs> but if you could give us another piece of advice, what would it be? Well, I think, you know, it's very important as we are looking at a world that's struggling, you know, mm-hmm. um, a society that's, that's collapsing. Let's call it what it is. You know, it's a big collapse. It's a house of cards. And we realize it's very fragile what we've built uh, because we built it with the wrong rules, in the wrong way, you know. Um, people say the system is broken. I don't think it's broken. I think it was just built that way. It's just not a good system. It's not broken. It's just not the right system, period. So um, that can feel very overwhelming. You know, like when you look at the world, you're like, wait, where do I start? You know, where, where do I start if I feel called to change? Uh, but if we turn within 
and we look at what's really alive for us right now, uh, which could be fear, which could be anxiety, uh, which could be pain, which could be grief, which could be anger, you know, or anything that's really moving inside of us right now, starting there, starting with how do I recognize those feelings and how can I use those feelings to really transform myself to shift from a place of victim to a place of power. And I'm very careful when I say those words because there is victim. You know, I'm not denying the fact there is no victim in the system. Um, but at some point, how do we turn that into power, into actions, so we can find a meaning to our own lives, to this one body, this one life? And, you know, many people started wherever they were with their community, with the people around them. And you can look at great leaders like Dr. King to uh, Greta Sundberg and the environment crisis. You know, it's not like those people always had tons of resources or money or, or a big audience or whatever, but they started with something that we're so passionate about them. So that's my advice, you know, looking at what's alive right now, what is this feeling? And what's really passionate about us? You know, like I'm passionate about maybe uh, social injustice. Maybe yeah. I'm passionate about the environment. Maybe I'm passionate about my local community and, and making sure my brothers and my sisters are happy there. I'm passionate about, you know, hunger or animal, uh, you know, whatever it is. And we can start there, you know, one step at a time. Because if we look at the whole mountain, it's going to be very overwhelming. Yeah. But I can look at my feet and say, where do I put the next step? Yes. What is the one next step that might be a little bit different? And if it's too overwhelming, if we're really in a place where there is no resources, then reach out to people that are here to help. There's a lot of help today. You know, maybe we don't know where, but there is help available for free, yeah. for trainings, for working with your emotions, for healing your bodies, for building, you know, safe and sane communities. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of resources available online of so many training at the moment you can take for free, you know, and, mm -hmm. and you can have access to. And finding a little bit of time every day to say, you know what, that needs to change. Maybe I'm very busy. Maybe I don't have money, but maybe I can take 20 minutes or 30 minutes every day to read about that, to start informing myself, yeah. to start connecting. Because I don't believe we can change, you know, ourselves without the others. Right. We, we need support. We need support communities. We need, you know, people that have been through the same thing or people that are experiencing the same thing. Because mm -hmm. together we can go much, much further and we can do things that we cannot do alone. Wow. I felt that in my heart. <laughs> and I just, it gives me this picture of, of you being a ripple just that one step and moving out and going bigger and bigger. It, yeah, the butterfly effect, you know, yeah. as we call it, you know, one little butterfly wings that create a storm on the other side of the planet. Yeah. And, and that thing, that's the thing we don't realize that it's how much power we have mm -hmm. because we've been so disempowered. Yeah. Because we've been told by society, maybe even by our own families, you know, if we grew up in, a, in an environment that was, you know, it was a lot of suffering, and very disempowered and our parents were struggling a lot or we're in a community that was struggling a lot 
it's hard to believe that we have any kind of power. Yeah. And the system, the school system, the financial system, the education system, the social system, very often reinforce that. Well, you're born there and that's who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, you're born in that community. So that's what your life is going to be about. Um, and I think that's what scares sometimes leaders and people mm -hmm. that to really tell people that they have power. And so we try to keep people controlled uh, instead of say, wow, people have powers, people have skills. Let's use all of that to really create something much, much bigger, you know, and that's hard to believe as an individual. That's why connecting with people who believe that or we went through that or who believes in you that mm -hmm. can see your own power, that can see your own beauty is very important because if we, the mirror we look in the morning, what we see in the mirror, we don't like it. We need someone to come reflect towards us something different. Yes. You know, and someone can reflect maybe something to us that we don't see anymore yeah. or we've never seen. Mm -hmm. Wow, Angel, this was so awesome. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. It's just what I needed this morning. It was a heavy night, so I, I really needed this. Thing. Well, you know, I've been, I mean, I think all of us, we are, you know, triggered, saddened, heartbroken, and also inspired by what's happening. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, there's a lot of beauty, you know, in that pain. Mm -hmm. You know, I was looking like, yeah, you can read the news in two ways. Yeah, cops fighting black people, but also you see cops hugging black people yes. and mm -hmm. kneeling down. And so we know humanity is on this edge and there is a possibility there's a choice we can make a choice we can turn left or turn right mm -hmm. we can you know you know push back or we can open our arms yes. and wherever side we are whatever colors we are we all have to be accountable we all have to look at our life and make a choice here mm -hmm. and some people will make a different choice than us you know that's okay we should just focus on what we can do yeah, you know, we, we can be angry at the whole world, you know. I mean, we can, but that's a lot of energy <laughs> to spend, you know. And there's always going to be injustice, you know. I, I don't believe it's always going to go away. Right. But what can I do? Because that's where my power is. What can I do, you yeah. know? And, and there, from there, there's, there's so much possibilities. And, you know, what's happening at the moment is making me, yeah, as empowered and fiery, and want it to be in action as it's breaking my heart. Yes. As it's heavy, mm -hmm. you know, as I cried, you know, I had tears yesterday, you know, when I saw that video of that black man, I, I literally had tears. Mm -hmm. And it's important that I feel the grief, that yeah. I feel the pain, you know, because then I can act from a place where I've processed my grief. So it's not just anger, yeah. you know, I've, I've, I've like opened my heart and I'm seeing beyond that and okay what do we need to do you know how did we get there right. how, how did we get there mm -hmm. you know so there is so much at stake because of what's happening on the planet with the climate yep. with the communities uh i believe there is emergency you know i believe you know every day is important every year is important like the steps mm -hmm. we're taking right now is yep. can really make a difference and and i want everybody around the table you know, I want the whole circle of brothers and sisters here because everybody has some beauty 
and what we say we say with you have medicine inside so what is your medicine for the world you know mm -hmm. but everybody needs to come up you know and we need to bring everybody people that don't feel they should be there we need to include and we need to do that together there's no other ways if not we're not going to make it that i know too, i'm pretty sure of it's either together if not you know yeah. it's not going to go well uh such a great conversation how how can people learn more about you and follow you well people can go um on my website uh it's the sanctuaryheal.com uh, the sanctuaryheal.com or they can go on my instagram you know I have a pretty loud instagram and i post quite a lot there so it's at the sanctuary ny okay. uh or at angel.deer uh which is my name so i have two instagram accounts and yeah people can register to a newsletter we have plenty of online events okay. uh 90 of our events have a free options if people okay. don't have resources or don't have money so most of them are on donations and so we're grateful when people give money but we're also grateful you know to give access to people that don't have resources mm -hmm. um and plenty of tools yeah that are on the website for people to access you know content and yeah most of it is available for people uh for free you know awesome and i will make sure that that is in the show notes so people can get there easily perfect thank and, you so much yeah and this was just lovely it was so nice getting to know you and thank you so much for being on thank you so much what did you take away from angel's story how can you listen to what drives you I'm Thea Charles, and I hope you gain insight from this story and that you'll share this podcast with a friend. If you'd like to learn more about the Push or Pivot podcasts, visit us on Instagram at Push or Pivot or on the web at pusherpivot.com. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and join me next time on the Push or Pivot podcast.